Okay, so hello everyone and welcome back to the second episode of the Q&A, the second part rather, um, and we're going to get straight stuck into it, okay? Um, the last one I ended off asking a question about feeling guilty about overeating calories, but now I'm picking up with how to get comfortable with new exercises in the gym um, or with exercising in the gym. And I'm not going to lie here, like it's learn by doing, you know what I mean? Like if you think about it, if you started a new job, um, or for example, for me, I was a radiographer um, and I studied for three years, but yeah, I had all the knowledge behind being a radiographer, but it wasn't until I was on the job that I actually learned to put it into practice. So I could give you all of the resources, all of the videos in the world, but when you try to do it yourself, you can't do it um, until you start practicing. Like you're supposed to be shit at the start and then you get better and you get better. So you learn by doing it. That's physically the only way that you're going to improve on exercises. Don't get me wrong. Um, obviously there's videos on the app that can help you and if there's any movements you're struggling with you have the option to either send me a form video or ask me about the movement and I am more than happy to help you with that but what I would say is um, like you have to kind of get in there it can also be that you need to transition so if you're transitioning from home workouts into the gym I wouldn't necessarily be like right go over to that barbell I would program for you so that it's more like maybe you just want to stick with the dumbbells and the free weights initially something that you're comfortable with so we kind of just move sideways into the gym environment get you comfortable there even get you aware of the environment and then gradually we'll start to increase um like barbell movements or stuff like that there i will be really honest and say that like online coaching in general is not the number one place that you're going to get bloody form analysis anyone who says that they're better than an online pt at doing physical training online i'm sorry but that's a bit of a lie like having a personal trainer there who's a good personal trainer who is able to correct your form on the spot yeah that is better for your physical training but it doesn't include everything outside of that so we have a hybrid version obviously on here where i can help you as much as i can but also the beauty of it is that you're autonomous so you can go by yourself you learn and um, you make mistakes and you get better obviously not putting yourself at any risk by any means and if it was a case that you were like i need um, a lot more support on that then I would 100% back you and be like if you really want your performance to um, skyrocket and you feel like you need somebody there to correct your form then maybe consider getting a personal trainer in person um, and I have no problem saying that out loud because I think it's very 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 true I myself have a personal trainer um, what do you call it in person for over a year there I loved it because it was performance goals I was doing calisthenics I couldn't really do that online at the start especially now he trains me online but before I went to him for in-person training to improve my performance what I didn't have was the whole online aspect of it of like checking in with macros checking in with calories weekly check-ins etc because it was a different style of training so most people go to personal trainers as well side note and be like they didn't help me with that and I'm like yeah but that's not what they're there for they're there to train you personally for one hour not um every pd now some do will give you a package of you know both the online support the outside support the other 23 hours of the day um but not all and you can't expect them to do that unless they're basically you know getting paid for it um or have like packages set up that way so just bear that in mind as well so my answer to that was like how to get more comfortable with them is that you have to start before you're nearly ready or be okay with the fact that you're a beginner because everyone's a beginner at some point and that's the only way that you're going to essentially learn and um i can support you through that absolutely no problem okay um next question came in and basically it was can you get physical changes without lowering your calories so like can you change your physique without lowering your calories any further yes you can but also it depends on what that looks like for you so if it's to just strip body fat back then obviously you need a calorie deficit but this person in particular 
does not carry a lot of body fat whatsoever and um, what I know that is in your head is more having like a leaner physique right and whilst yes you need to drop body fat and you can't essentially convert body fat into muscle and um, what you do need to do is build muscle so when people say lean I want to lean up or I want to tone up I'm sorry to tell you or break the news but that is um muscle that is muscle that has been built underneath it if you realize that you strip all of your body fat back and there's not that lean muscle under there it's because you're probably not training progressively and you haven't built any muscle up beforehand etc and that's a very common misconception like oh if I like strip strip all my body fat back I will have this like extremely lean physique maybe something that you see on Instagram like you know muscly but like not very very hench whatever that version of hench looks like I'm not labeling anybody's body but like you can't get even light muscle unless you essentially have built muscle and in order to build muscle you need to eat adequate amounts of protein you need to train with progressive overload over a period of time and then your body will change but no not everyone needs to continue lowering their calories for this particular person I know I spoke to them but you were better staying on what you're eating right now to be honest probably eating a little bit more focusing keeping on our protein high and training harder every single time we train um, and that way you will see physical changes in your body 100% but that whole notion that like the only way to see changes is to drop body fat fair enough yeah to obviously drop the body fat and see the muscle and um, yeah you do need to drop the body fat but if you've no muscle under there you're going to drop body fat and you're going to basically be like skin and bones and your performance is going to be shit so um I hope that that makes sense it everyone is very very different and there is obviously some people listening to this who maybe aren't in the same position in the same body habitus etc so everyone is different it's a case-by-case basis this is not me generally being like you don't need to lower your calories to lose body fat um, or to get leaner like obviously you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat but if you want a lean physique and you want to get leaner and see physical changes in your body um then you need to basically be able to grow the muscle behind that if that makes sense um I hope that that makes sense um yeah progressive overload and to be honest resistance training so some form of weights where you progressively get um stronger and fitter okay anyway <laughs> next question is tips for getting up early but they're so tired okay this one tickles me because a lot of people um come to me and even myself included like we're first to run the supplements we're first to be like I want to get up early but like I can't if you're not treating the root of the problem it's never going to get better like if you want to get up earlier you have to go to bed earlier if you're going to bed at fucking 12 or one o'clock in the morning and you expect your body to be able to get up at five or six hasta luego like if you're already knackered and you're trying to get up earlier you're already knackered you're not even getting enough sleep right now so how are you going to be able to get enough sleep if you get up earlier that's not how it works you need to go to bed earlier your body needs between six to eight hours sleep every day everyone's different some people need nine hours other people only need six hours to function um, and function very well but if you're knackered the last thing that you want to do is start getting up earlier without actually going to bed earlier so what I'm going to do is give a solution rather than like give out to people because I'm not giving ideas but I just need people to be like okay maybe check yourself are you aware of what you're doing right now um so let's start at the root like I said let's fix your um nighttime routine so let's get to bed earlier let's wind down the sun does not just turn off and on it sets and it rises the same way that you need to do that as well you literally cannot expect your body to be able to do that it's just ridiculous when we think that we can um so you have to go earlier like I said and what I was gonna say 
yeah like wind down so things like turning your blue light off no phone 30 minutes before bed try and read a book that is um fiction not something that's like gonna get your mind racing I make that mistake all the time I'm like I'm gonna read a self-help book but that is the last thing that you need to to read whenever you're trying to wind down something that calms your parasympathetic nervous system down and basically promotes the melatonin so if you are coming into a room that's really brightly lit and have your phone on and all your devices on and your body's going to be like what the hell whereas if you kind of switch the lights down and to be honest I always talk about this but there's a clock called a Lumi clock or like a sunrise sunset um, alarm clock and to be honest they're the best thing you'll ever buy I'm not going out here saying you have to buy them but um I have one in London and it's actually my best friend in the entire world. Um, I left it with my boyfriend, which I sincerely regret, but um, it's so good. Basically, it rises like naturally in the morning. So it gives you like sunlight in your room and the same in the evening. You can basically do the reverse. You can get them, but they are like they're not cheap. I think Aldi or Little do a dupe. I'll put the link in below um, and you can have a look. Alternatively, because the alarm clock for Apple triggers me, if I actually hear that sound one more time, and you know why? I think it's because when I was on night shifts and we would get break, um, I would put my alarm on to fall asleep for like whatever, half an hour or something, and the alarm would pound at like four in the morning and it would literally, my heart would go into absolute spiral, but I needed it on loud in case I didn't wake up, the fear inside of me. Um, so I think from that, it just triggers me. But there's this app called Sleep Wave and I've been using it since I've been home and I prefer it so much more. It's free and um, it gives you kind of like a wake up window and the sounds are so much nicer than any iPhone sound. So um, you can actually look up that app. It's called Sleep Wave. It will help you wake up in the mornings as well. Um, simple little things like that. No caffeine after 2 p.m. Um, being strict on yourself, like kids have a bedtime for a reason. We need to have a bedtime some days you're going to go over that yes but like if you're not prioritizing your sleep you need to realize it has a knock-on effect on everything because if you don't have good sleep then you wake up you feel tired you feel groggy you're um more likely to um choose per per nutritional um choices so like you're going to go for stuff that's convenient high in sugar high in carbs because that's what you're craving um your mood is going to be a lot lower as well as that you're going to be um more irritable your training's not going to be as good because you haven't got enough sleep and you haven't um made them obviously good nutrition decisions which also impacts your training so it basically has like a domino effect um of not like actually prioritizing your sleep so it is really really important to try and do that so if you're like i want to get up earlier no problem yeah you can get up earlier but another thing is is if you're like i do get enough sleep and like i am willing to do this but i still can't get up at like six and say you're used to getting up at eight realize that that's two hours so what i would do is like over a two-week period is every few days wake up like 30 minutes earlier until you get to the point to be honest going from like eight to six is probably going to be very hard for a lot of people unless that's already kind of in your routine but most people aren't going to be able to do that so in order to get up earlier and get your day started which i love the mornings i get up every day at six and i love it if i could get up earlier i would the only thing is here is it's like pitch black and I'm a bit of a scaredy cat so I don't love being up in the middle of the night and I also don't like making loads of noise um but I know as well there is days where I'm like staying up so late and I'm like Tara why are you doing this because you love the morning times you're just scrolling on your phone for nothing editing shitty videos for no reason like get off your phone and then I have to create a nighttime routine so wind down the the reason that you can't get up any earlier um is because you're knackered already 
So it's not going to help. Okay. So if you're not napping already and you do want to do that, then every few days, get up with 30 minutes earlier until you get to the point where you're like, I'm up at this time. Um, and then obviously practice that all of the time. And I would recommend doing that because your body circadian rhythm needs to reset. So if you're getting up one day at six and the next day at nine, and the next day at 11, your body's going to be like, what the fuck? What time do we get up at? Now my body wakes up naturally very early. And um, I'll have one day where I don't set my alarm awake and I let myself like sleep in. But for me, that would be like, maybe quarter to eight like I don't really sleep in but I do like to give myself that little bit of flexibility so that's also something you can try but I would recommend like even Monday to Friday having a set time of sleep if you can okay um next one is um how to stay consistent when there's so many good good ones in here guys and how to stay consistent when weight loss plateaus so um you need to understand it takes time okay when weight loss plateaus, we would want to see it plateauing for like at least a week, if not two weeks. If it's the week of your period, I would need to give it another week before I was like, it's plateauing. Um, because you need to understand at the start, right, when you start to lose body fat or you go into a calorie deficit, you will notice your weight goes boom, like it falls down really quickly, right? And the reason for that is not that you've lost any body fat, it's that you've lost water weight. So things that hold water weight or make you hold on, sorry, to more water weight is high carb foods and also salt also hormonal imbalances um so when you swap your entire diet um well not entire diet because no one's making like hopefully an absolute flip of their diet but when you when you choose slightly different choices that are more in line with your goals you tend to move away from those types of foods and when you do that that means then you drop a lot of water weight not body fat right so the scale weight will drop down you might feel a little bit less bloated but you actually um aren't losing any body fat that's why people will be like oh my god but last week i lost five pounds and this week i only lost one and i'm like yes sis. but if you're losing on average per week a half a pound to a pound a week is plenty for sustainable fat loss um anything above that is probably unsustainable and you will gain up all back on that is why i do not promote things like that because what happens at the end of thrive whenever you realize fuck i can't actually sustain this and i'm going to put it all back on and now i have a terrible relationship with food and a terrible relationship with exercise and i don't trust any personal trainer because this is what happened to me and i couldn't stick to it and i feel bad and i feel guilty and that is just not the way we do things around here okay that's not it um so you need to understand that it takes time it's a lifestyle change in order to get it off and lose the body fat you also need to be able to maintain it so it needs to be something um that you can sustain in the long run if, if that makes sense the thing about staying consistent when weight loss plateaus it's more psychological than anything a lot of the time we'll make a change and we'll get you back into that deficit if it is a case that you've plateaued over time it could also be that you're just you're not actually doing what we've been saying you're supposed to be doing like if you're thousands of step under on average if you're eating over the calorie amount or you're not tracking here and there and you're picking it's not that weight loss has plateaued it's just that your actions are not actually doing the calorie deficit if however it is that it has actually plateaued then we'll make changes and you'll start dropping again but the worst thing you can do is panic and hit the fuck it button and be like oh i'm not getting any progress i can't do this anymore you can't okay you'll be fine it'll be 110 percent okay you'll speak to me and we'll make it work you need to realize it's in it for the long game it's the long game and you're still going to be able to live your life lose body fat and have a great relationship with exercise and food and be healthy, be motherfucking happy and healthy. And um, because just dropping body fat and being absolutely miserable is not fun. Being there, done that, would not recommend it. Um, anyway, I think that that answers that question. So yeah, the only, oh yeah, sorry. The, the quote of the day is the only way you will not make progress is by stopping and hitting the fuck up button. 
hitting that big fat fuck it button we don't hit that here okay we just pick up where we left off we speak to me if you're worried and we'll make a game plan okay <sighs> breathe um anyway i was like this this will only be two but i feel like this is this second half is going to be so long i apologize um okay events so somebody was saying that like they're worried they've got loads of events coming up in general and i actually want to do a whole other podcast on this because like the right time is never going to exist right the, we all know that the right time is not now it's not next week it's not in 10 years because there's never going to be a right time life keeps happening and there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with events i have i'm going away in 10 weeks time and i have uh my sister's wedding which will be a full weekend event i have a trip to london and a trip to Wicklow which is what I know of I also am leaving Ireland for the foreseeable so uh you bet I'm going to be eating the food that I want around here because I'm not going to have it right um but also I am in a calorie deficit at the minute so compromises not sacrifices I need to also check myself and be like Tara you realize this is not going to be as you know an amazing of cut as if you had no social occasions yeah I do understand that but is there a point in me not doing it no there is no point in that because the only person holding me back then is myself right so even if in the next 12 weeks you said tara i have 10 saturday nights where i've got things on i'd be like right okay there's still 74 other days in those 12 weeks that you can still make action towards your goals so 84 days but only 10 of them you tell me you have events 74 other fucking days you can still focus on the controllables you can still take action you can make plans you can make pos if you know the events are coming up we put them in the diary we tell tara or we ask for a little bit of assistance with them how do we deal with them weekends we make a little bit of a plan before we make a little bit of plan after we don't hit the fuck up button we do not feel bad we do not feel guilty because we can still control our controllables on the other six days of the week so are you telling me now that it's not worth working on your goals 74 days just because 10 other days you can't no that's not an option here because it's just ridiculous when you take it out of context like that um when people have events everyone's gonna have weddings they're gonna like we're coming into wedding season hen party seasons um holidays etc etc you you don't you don't just dig your fields in the sand and be like there's no point there is an absolute point okay so please 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 remember that it's very important okay sorry so basically what i was saying is that there's always a, some sort of a point you know like doing something is better than nothing and not worrying about events in the future because you can plan for them and you can still go to them and there's no need for you to stop progressing towards your goals or worry about it like don't worry about things that are exciting like dinners out and like friends meals out etc like yeah is it harder whenever you've got other things on absolutely but it's still possible so you can do both so don't feel like you can't okay um the next one was about holidays and I'm actually going to do an entire podcast on this topic because I think it's going to be really relevant for people coming up to their holidays or starting you know like going on trips away weekends away even weeks away and stuff um and the, the questions kind of were just should I track and like any tips that you have for going away personally I am never going to tell a client that they need to track on holidays I don't care if that makes me a bad PT or not but I just think that like it depends obviously on what you value but 90 no not 90 100 percent of my clients are not bodybuilders you know you're not going out there to have a body composition competition or anything like that like you need to be able to live your life at the same time so personally i don't think you need to track your food whilst you're away for sure for you to feel a little bit better sh should you maybe be a little bit more maybe aware 
that you can control some things like having some protein in your diet, getting out for a walk, drinking some water. But if you want to eat pizza every single day of your life, or not every single day of your life, sorry. Well, if you want to do that either, but if you want to eat pizza for breakfast, lunch and dinner on holidays in Italy and drink wine like it's water, that's your own choice to do that. You should not feel guilty about it. You should not feel bad about it. Holidays in hind- in not even in hindsight, in reality, sorry, are one week out of 52 weeks in a year. You've still got 51 other weeks that you can focus on. So please, 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 please don't stress about holidays. Holidays are supposed to be exciting. They're supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be time that you spend with family and with friends. And it's just so important that you, you don't get bogged down in that and don't ruin your holiday accidentally by ruin it, ruining it so much. You just need to plan before you go away. And then decide what your values are for that holiday ask yourself what do I want from this holiday um and then accept whatever it is that you say that you want to do and then move on from it and when you come back you just pick up where you left off yeah it might take you a day or two because you're absolutely knackered and you need a holiday from that holiday but if the only way you're going to ruin progress is if you just stop again like just stop there's no need to do that okay when you come back you're going to be a little bit more bloated you're you're tired you've been traveling um it's not all body fat what you've gained is likely a lot of water and after you go back down to your normal routine a week or two you'll feel completely fine again you don't need to restrict um and feel bad about it because holidays like I said you don't want to look back and be like when I'm 80 I'm so I'm so glad I I restricted and I didn't drink that cocktail and eat that pizza on holidays yeah fair enough that maybe not towards your fat loss goal but it's also your holidays like you don't get very often so I think I just think memories really should come in front of macros in that case but obviously it's on a case by case basis and if you make the decision that you want to be a little bit more mindful maybe you're on like a three-week holiday or even a two-week holiday and even if you're on a one-week holiday you're like I just want to you know maybe control my controllables like control my breakfast and have like a high protein yogurt in the morning and, I'm, and we're going to eat like you know lunch and dinner out then and that works for you happy days okay I will still train on holidays not everyone has to do that I, I offer clients to do either I personally will train for some in some form when I'm on a trip I just love it so much that I think it makes me feel better and it sets me up for the day um, I, I've been on holidays obviously that I don't train at all but going out for a run I think it's a great way first of all to see a place um, and second of all you just get that endorphin high and you feel really good so if you want to train on your holidays no judgment you can do that and um, it's entirely up to you the next one um was how to I'm jumping between so many um different topics but I think this is a QA, and a so that's what we're going with um how do you improve your relationship with your body and reducing guilt I suppose towards food was kind of the common things that came up and again I'll not even be able to answer this totally in this podcast because it'll just kind of swipe over it and this is a very vast topic that I will delve into a little bit more um I would just say that <clears throat> this doesn't happen overnight and like hold space for your feelings first of all like there's nothing wrong with you I don't want to say that it's normal but I think in the culture that we've all grown up in with diet culture being shoved down our throats it is very very normal to have a slightly I don't like saying normal it's not normal because it's not normal but it's a lot of people have it so I guess it is normal um to have slightly disordered um, behaviors and relationships with your body and with food but there is no need to live that way anymore like you can break free from that so it's either a case of you talking to me and saying this is what's going on um and maybe moving up to like one-to-one coaching where you need a little bit of help but I would always 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 reach out um, and speak about it because it's very important do not hide anything just by counting calories and over exercising that's not going to do you absolutely any good and to be honest a lot of education can help or sorry a lot of yeah 
a lot of education to be honest can help your relationship with food and your body when you understand the, the mechanisms of how your body works um so when you understand what a calorie deficit is when you understand what maintenance is what you understand is what your body is doing when it's actually trying to lose body fat if you actually understand what exercise does for your body if you understand how you need food and you couldn't actually laugh cry smile jog run jump hug have sex learn dance read work eat sleep you wouldn't be alive if you didn't eat food so then you understand okay like actually I don't need to be afraid of these things right and this is obviously me painting it with a, a very broad brush there's a lot of techniques that you can do to improve your relationship with your body and to reduce guilt but one thing that is very common is a body shaming so that needs to stop you cannot heal a body that you hate and second of all is labeling foods good and bad okay um just get rid of that labels altogether anytime you, you hear yourself being like that's good that's bad stop saying that you, you need to replace that thought with that one has more nutrients than that one um, and I'm gonna have 80% of the ones with nutrients because that's good for my body and the other 20% is gonna be food for my soul so you have to have a balance in there sometimes it's gonna be 70 30 sometimes it's gonna be 50 50 but if on majority of the time it's 80 20 just because you want to look after yourself and you want to be able to you know not have hip surgery when you're 50 and you want to be able to you know dance with your partner when you're 70 and run after your grandkids all those things are the reason that you're doing these things so please um remember that but again reach out to me if i need um or sorry if you need any help with that um one-to-one -one because there are obviously techniques and i have a podcast coming with kate who was very open with her relationship with her body um which will be out as well which will be more helpful but i don't think i could even get through the volume of stuff that I have in my head in this um podcast well do another one on that but um remember it doesn't happen overnight and it takes practice I also have another podcast a link below called the inner critic podcast where basically you know the way you have that voice in your head who's like you shouldn't do that no no no, you shouldn't do that um or like that's fattening or that's that that's not you you're not your thoughts they're two different things so remember that that voice in your head if you can give it a name so for example I call mine Patricia um if you can give that a name then you can take away their power and um it's really, really, really helpful. I get a lot of clients to do it whenever they're they're struggling with their relationship with their their body and with their food. And it's a lot of the time it's thoughts more than anything that's embedding in them. So when you realize that you are not your thoughts and you can actually choose which ones you engage with, um, it can be so empowering and so helpful. So listen to that. It's it's right below as well. Okay. Um, so the next one was recovery for oh yeah, after sessions was talking about the recovery for like your training and I think I did briefly touch on this in the last Q&A but anyway um I have I'll, I'll go over it again because I'm not 100% sure that I did um okay so making sure that you are a eating enough protein making sure b that you're having enough rest is so you need to remember that re working out and recovery need to be in equal amounts so if you're doms which is delayed onset muscle soreness if you're delayed onset muscle soreness doms the pain that you get in your muscles is lasting like three days or more i would say you're probably training a little bit too hard or your recovery is shocking so it's not that any specific one stretch is going to make you feel absolutely incredible it's a multitude of things you need to make sure you're sleeping you need to make sure you're eating enough protein um if it's a body part that you're training like legs i would leave it like legs another body part so you can either do like legs upper 
um legs again or you could do legs rest legs again i would leave like 48 hours between the two sessions to allow adequate recovery of that one body part um and like i said hydration is another thing and the other thing is steps if your steps are absolutely astronomically high like above 15k likely a hood is if you're in a calorie deficit it's going to be quite hard for your muscles to recover um especially your legs if your legs doms are dying and your step counts above 15k and you're in a calorie deficit i'm not gonna lie it's gonna be a lot harder for you than it is somebody else to recover because you're putting a lot of load on your body um so it's a multitude of things so eat enough protein um rest in between sleep hydration check your step count because i haven't set anybody above 15k and um your yeah if if you're having them for more than three days maybe it's just that you're training too hard so you might need to reduce either the volume or the weight um, and the reps that you're doing but doms are normal especially for anyone who's starting because this is only like what week four and thrive that's that's very early days if you're applying progressive overload you're gonna feel it um a lot more at the very start but yeah anything more like if you're at three at day three you're like i can't walk still i don't know if if that's continuing after week four it's not a good sign so i would definitely look to hopefully improve that um yeah but if you're training hard you are going to get sore muscles that i'm not beating around the bush about that one okay the other thing was how to balance like workouts with like your work your social life exercise i would really 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 recommend planning like planning is the most underrated thing and i know it sounds so simple and you might be like "Mm, i don't i don't want to sit down and plan but taking five minutes on a saturday or sunday for the week ahead and planning it just like you would plan a meeting or a dentist appointment put it into your diary being like that is when i go and i do my workout yes you can be adaptable when you need to be adaptable but not planning it and then not going is not helpful for anyone so for example today i was like i'm not gonna go and it happens to me like i i do i i have to learn from my mistakes as well yesterday i went to the gym before work um in the morning and i got my gym done my work was super productive fitted it all in today i was like i'll go and i'll wait i'll wait i'll not go to the evening and then it turned out my mum needed the car so my sister had to bring me to my nail appointment which meant i had to go into town way earlier and i didn't have time to go to the gym so then I didn't get it done. So I'm literally like tomorrow I'm going in the morning because if I don't go in the morning, I'm not going to get it done. So now I'm playing catch up on myself and now I feel like, oh, I could have got that done out of the way and now I have to probably go towards the weekend and I, I could have avoided that. Um, And don't get me wrong, there's times where I'm like, I don't have to go there, but equally I have goals to get. So I'm going to go there. So it just makes it a lot easier if you can plan it in just like you would a meeting. Um, And then when you need to be adaptable, you can be adaptable. So for example, me saying I didn't go today, I'll go on Saturday. It's, it's back in the diary because if you're too flexible you won't do it let's be realistic especially if somebody's like i don't really love it yet or or finds it a little bit like anxious and like going to the gym then if you have too much flexibility and you're like oh i will get highly highly likely sorry the chances are that you will come to the end of your check-in now at the end of next week and you'll be like i didn't go um i thought i could go but i didn't get to go i'm sorry now but one hour workout is four percent of your day and if you really needed you know that i would be like listen take an exercise out if you need to be super quick in there or come to me and we'll make the workouts a lot quicker if you need them to be quicker but it's four percent of your day highly like your screen time your screen time sorry is i don't even want to say what it probably is but it's probably very high so don't come and say that you had no time to do it when you absolutely did or if you could have fitted in a home workout you can get them in in 20, 20, 30 minutes um, if you really want to. There's always a way and exercise is for your health. It's not for fat loss. It's to 
improve your health, to improve your heart, improve your lungs, improve your bone density, improve you laughing, running, jumping, screaming, not have diabetes, not have heart failure, not have forms of cancer. It improves everything. So please, 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 please remember that it's up to you. And again, it's your choice. You're choosing either to go or not to go. You're choosing to plan or not to plan. So I am a very compassionate person. I'm a very compassionate coach, but sometimes I need to people to understand that like you cannot and I've said it before be sad or upset about the results that you didn't get from the res- from the work that you didn't do you can't half ass these things half ass and it doesn't work you need to be flexible but you need to be consistent um and if you can lock those two things down then you'll be absolutely flying okay which all of you guys are which all of you guys absolutely are like I'm not <laughs> I'm not being negative Nancy I'm just sometimes given the truth a little bit um everyone's doing absolutely incredible the last question was actually about um cardio for fat loss but I covered that in the last Q&A at the end so um listen to that because I seen that question come through before I recorded the other one so that one is in there I think Megan asked that one um it's in there so go back and listen to that and I have a whole other podcast on that as well um so yeah I hope that these are helpful this was so so good these podcasts I think like this one this is nearly an hour of me q and a so um the questions that came through from the check-ins were absolutely invaluable um so thank you so much guys for those questions if you have anything else that you need help with please let me know now we're coming into the last week and a half um of thrive before some of these graduate to thriving and I will um give you all the information about that which is very very exciting and if there's anyone else eavesdropping in on this podcast which I know there probably is thrive um is going to be going again on the 24th of April um and if you would like sorry to I was just checking yeah the 24th of April oh no my laptop is now speaking to me how do I stop that I didn't catch sorry um it, yeah if you would like to join the next thrive um the next group of absolutely amazing human beings trying to better themselves in training nutrition and mindset um please check out the link below you can join the wait list and you guys will be the first to know when spaces are opening to grab yours and i cannot physically wait um and I can't wait for my gals to keep thriving because you are all smashing it and it honestly warms my heart so much. You are absolutely amazing. So have a great day. And if I can help you with anything else, let me know. Keep her lit.